Sail Talk, brought to you by Sycamore Sailing. As a Contessa 26 sailor, I'm used to the capabilities of a small boat able to go around the world single-handed if necessary, but I'm fascinated by other small boats like the Mini Transat, which in comparison is a rocket ship. I was fortunate enough to get invited to the launch of Mini Minx, a new campaign being run by Ben Rogerson. And we're in Cowes, where the launch ceremony is just about to take place. You are on this rather chilly day. Um, for this auspicious occasion for the launch of Ben's campaign to sail around Britain and uh, Ireland and then to possibly do the mini fastnet race. Uh, and on the back of that, he will design and build his own mini Transat and do the Transat race in 2011. And of course, we all wish him a huge amount of luck. That was Andy Cassell introducing the event. We're actually at a launch of a mini campaign with a young gentleman called Ben Rogerson, who's 24 years old. He's worked his way through various aspects of the yachting business. I'm now going to go down to the pontoon to listen to Brian Thompson make the launch speech. Right. Official launching of uh, Mini Minx, Mini number 196. Here we go. Yeah. It's a bit windy out here, so we're going back inside to hear a bit more from Brian. Thank you for coming down, braving the weather, to see the launching of Ben's boat. It's the first boat I've ever launched, and it's a great honour to be asked to uh, to launch Ben's campaign. So uh, um, I don't know if everyone knows about mini boats, but they're they're uh, very small but very very powerful. Um, they're um, yeah. <laughs> They're really the, the fastest 21-foot boats uh, that can sail on the ocean. The uh, spinnaker's the size of a spinnaker on a 40-foot yacht. I've been sailing with him, and he's a very, very good sailor, and uh, he's prepared the boat beautifully um, and really made it, uh, made it look great. And, and 196 uh, Mini Minx is a really, a really great boat. It's got a good, great history in uh, mini racing, and uh, it's a, a great boat to, for Ben to start his campaign on. And... Uh, the, the course Ben's going to do, the Round Britain course, is a really, really challenging course. Uh, I've done it many, many times on various boats, and it really is uh, uh, a beautiful course going around the west coast of Ireland, up the top of Scotland. You, you, you'll see, Ben hopefully will see killer whales and seals and, and things that you really don't see very often in the Southern, but it's, a, it's uh, going to be a great, great adventure. And, uh, and having done quite a few races in, in my past like Volvo and, and the Vendee and Trimand Racing uh, and having done the Mini Transat to Brazil I can definitely say that the Mini Transat is, is right up there. Uh, I think only the Vendee is a more, more challenging race so it's a great thing that uh, Ben's doing and uh, it's fantastic that he's supporting Toe in the Water which is a charity totally coincidentally that um, I was involved with him right at the beginning, taking the first few disabled sailors who'd been injured in Iraq and Afghanistan, and it, and it totally transforms their lives. And, and Ben's been sailing with the guys too. It's a very, very worthy uh, uh, charity that Ben's supporting, and I'm very happy that he's, that he's doing that. So I just want to wish uh, Ben the very best for, for 
all the uh, challenges ahead, sailing this boat around Britain and then designing and building a new boat. It's a really, uh, really uh, great thing. And best of luck. Thanks very much. So much for coming. Oh, it's brilliant to see you all here. Um, again, it's absolutely it's amazing to have Brian here. It's someone I've looked up to for ages. I remember being starstruck and watching him walk around when I was working on the build for Estrella Dam. And it's, to have him here and help me out with the, the mini is fantastic. I've had so much help from everyone's support. I can't thank everyone enough. You know. Thank you all for coming again. Um, I think that's it. But I forgot to say lots of things, so come and talk to me because uh, I can tell you a lot more about the whole thing as, uh, as we go. But thank you all again. Well, Ben, we're in, we're in Cows. We've just seen the launch of your boat, Mini Minx. Um, how did you get to this point? Well, I've been planning to do the Mini Transit since I was 16 years old, or earlier than that, really. And um, I've always been interested in design and, uh, and technology. So preschool, I've um, been concentrating on my sailing, and from school I went straight to doing yacht design, um, and which was great. I started designing my Mini in the first year of being there. And after leaving university, I had to come home and work. So I went straight into boat building in Cowes. And from there, I went off to loads of places around the, UK, uh, off around the world, like um, Thailand, obviously, uh, Spain building a TP for BMW Oracle built, and uh, Open 60s here, which has been a brilliant experience. And now the, the plan is just to combine everything my sailing experience, my boat building, and my, uh, and, and my design into kind of like into one package and, and uh, do the mini transact. So I think I'm in the best position now to do the launch campaign. Great. Well, Ben, what's your timeline for this? You've got this Round Britain uh, lined up. When do you hope to set off for that? And then when do you start with the mini transact? Um, I plan to be setting off uh, in a window within April, so over the next couple of weeks. I've got a few miles to build and um, I've got a little bit more testing to do because the boat was only just launched really. Um, but over the next month, and it should only take me about 60 to 20 days, uh, is the hope, and then back straight into um, the mini fastnet. And uh, there are a few events after that as well as getting on with the design, finishing the design details and hopefully building late, late this year. When do you think you might have your new boat in the water? Um, ideally, uh, the plan would be for early spring next year, um, with all the refi um, all the refinements done. But hopefully, early early um, early 2010, so I can start qualifying, and get the boat boat completely up to speed for. Uh, yeah. And just for those of the people who don't know quite when the mini transat starts, when's your deadline for that? When do you actually set sail? Uh, well, it starts in 2011 from. Um, um, from La Rochelle down to the, uh, to the Canaries, then to Brazil afterwards. So, yeah, it's in two lakes. Well, that's great, Ben. Thanks very much. And you, people can track you on the website? Yeah, hopefully we'll have a track on my website, so you'll be able to spot me going around the UK. Yeah. Well, ben, I think you're doing it for charity, this Round Britain. Yeah, I am, yeah. Um, I'm doing it for a great charity, and it's called um, Toe in the Water. And, and it, they basically re-inspire um, injured servicemen and women and get them back into a comp competitive environment within sailing. Um, so I'm going around the UK to raise uh, raise money for them. So you can find out more details on how you can support me doing this on my website, benrossonracing.com. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. All right, cheers. Thanks very much. Cheers. I'm with Brian Thompson, who's just completed the Vendee, and we're here launching Ben's boat, Mini Minx. Um, Brian, can you give me a few words of encouragement for Ben? What You've done all this before. What, where would you suggest he goes from here? 
Well, he's, he's really in the right class to start off in, in offshore racing. The Mini is a, is a very powerful boat. It's like a, a, a small open 60. Very, very powerful, very fast, downwind. So you, you learn to handle a very powerful boat. And uh, this is a prototype boat. So it's very complex with water ballast, trim tabs, twin rudders, very, very tall mast, very spindly mast, uh, long, long bowsprit, lots of different sails. So it's very complicated to sail. So the learning curve will be very, very steep. But uh, I've been sailing out with, uh, with Ben and he, he certainly knows his onions and uh, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll handle, it, handle the challenge really well and uh, um, really improve because the single-handed sailing is something he hasn't done yet. He's a very good uh, round, uh, fully crewed racer and uh, solo, solo sailing is a, a, a another level uh, but he's fully, fully capable of, um, of uh, learning the boat and doing this, this program of training is a great way to do it. So from one, one tip from you, if, what's the most important thing you think he could do from single-handed sailor to make his life that little bit more comfortable perhaps on board? Um, get a bean bag, that would be a good one. It's, it's a, I didn't really have one when I was on the Mini, but I, but I had one on the uh, Vendée Globe. This is a fantastic thing to sleep on and rest up so you're not always on the hard, wet carbon. So uh, I, might, I might have to get him a beanbag as a, as a going away present. But uh, uh, you know, have, just have the boat very reliable. It's probably the uh, charging, things that you don't so much think about when you're sailing fully crewed become very, very important when you're solo sailing. So electricity is super important, reliability, and on the course around Britain, uh, looking out for, having a good lookout, electronic lookout system uh, to look out for, for ships is very important. And a very good alarm clock. <laughs> well, that's great. Thanks very much, Brian. Best of luck with your next campaign. Okay, thanks, Paul. Another mini-competitor at the launch was Keith Willis, who's been campaigning his for a bit longer and he told me all about the mini-campaign in the UK and his campaign in particular. I've been sailing minis for, or my own mini for three years now. Um, I date back in minis as far as uh, having co-skippered Ellen MacArthur um, with her first mini uh, race, the French Mini Fastnet. And I'm starting to try and promote minis in the UK a little bit. I've just launched the, uh, or relaunched should I say, uh, the UK Open 650 uh, class website and I'm here really because Ben contacted me through that um, and is interested in promoting himself for his current campaign um, with both the existing boat and the new boat and um, it's just great here really to support UK mini um, sailors. So minis in this country are fairly mi uh, few and far between, aren't they? And uh, where, where could we go and look on, on the line online to see uh, more about minis in the UK? Um, the, there's quite a few minis actually in the UK. Um, I have been told as many as 30-odd. But in terms of boats that comply with current class rules, um, are currently up to speed, currently up to performance, you're talking probably more like about sort of five or six. Um, and most of those, to be honest, are at the moment, because the training is better in France, are actually based in France. Um, the website is www.open650.org.uk um, and also links from that can be found from www.minitransat.co.uk, um, which is currently my website, but that will also, because of obviously the, um, the actual connection with the Mini Transat, um, as I progress my campaign, that will progress more towards general minis within the UK. 
um, and hopefully sort of promote greater growth in the class. It's one of the few single-handed classes that is within the reach of a lot more budgets than uh, some of the higher-end ones. And therefore, in terms of getting into the, the more professional racing, um, it is the best way to do it. So, so it's a good stepping stone. But, but what sort of budget are you talking about for, uh, for somebody who wants to get in to the mini circuit? You could do it for as little as about 10,000. Um, there are some old prototypes out there that are in good enough condition to do the transat that you can pick up for that sort of money. In terms of actually campaigning them, entry fees, that sort of thing, are quite expensive. Uh, my budget for entry fees, uh, shipping, all that sort of thing for this year alone is not far short of 10 grand. Um, although, to be fair, a lot of that is getting the, the boat back from Brazil after the race. Um, but in order to actually get on the circuit, um, yeah, you can get on the circuit, you can get racing, you can be competitive for that sort of money, for the sort of 10 grand, um, to do a full transact campaign and be competitive. No, probably you want to be sort of 40, 50, 60 um, upwards, depending on, on what level you want to go in at. Um, there are two routes with the, uh, the Mini. You can go production boat, um, which are effectively off-the-shelf um, boats. They still comply with the rules. They're still the very wide, very light, very powerful uh, boats. But because they're off-the-shelf, materials are limited, the price, you can pick up a boat that is going to be absolutely sort of top-notch for under 50,000. Um, if you want to go pure one-design prototype, as with all of these things, the sky is the limit. Um, there are people out there with quarter of a million pound budgets, but it's still not going to make up for uh, going the wrong way. No. So, um, so. Well, that's great. And um, is, is there time left for somebody to get into the 2011 Transat if they wanted to, if they suddenly inspired by what's happening here with Ben and yourself? Into the 2011 Transat, yes, very definitely. Um, there are a number of ways that you can actually qualify for the race. You can qualify the, through the race by... The basic minimums are you have to have a 1,000 racing miles in sanctioned events by a class mini, um, which are all in France um, or Italy or Spain, except for one, which is the UK Fastnet, uh, which is run by Royal Western. You have to have a 1,000-mile solo non-stop qualifier, which you can do in your own time, um, but has to be done before 30th of June, the year of the Transat. Um, and you can do that sort of built up over however many years, as long as it's in the boat that you actually do the race in. As far as the 2011 Transat goes, even if you actually to build a boat in 2011, as long as it's a prototype, there are a number of spaces that are left in the last year for brand new boats. Um, but you can only go that route through a brand new boat. Uh, the route I've come into it is basically by co-skippering somebody else who had a boat um, in a number of races and then I actually bought their boat afterwards. Because I was co-skipper, those miles count as qualifying miles um, and it allows somebody to actually get in and start qualifying even before they spent any money at all. Um, but most people tend to do the race over a two-year cycle. Um, but if you're going to do it over a two-year cycle, you've got to do a lot of racing to guarantee the place. But there are people out there who won't have boats till next year, possibly even the year after, but still do 2011. You just have to be committed to it and know what you have to achieve. Well, that's great. Well, best of luck with your campaign. Thank you very much. So that's mini racing for you. What an exciting time these guys are going to have in the next few years. 
But at the other end of the scale, we have the Corinthian Challenge, the Jester Challenge, which really started off all this transatlantic racing many years ago. And it's the complete opposite of the professional type circuits that we're seeing these days. And they start again in 2010 with their transatlantic race. Now I know a number of Contessa owners are racing in this fleet and I hope in the next few weeks to be able to talk to a few about their preparations and see how they are going to tackle all of the problems of sailing the Atlantic single-handed on a very much lower budget than most mini sailors I have to add. Anyway that concludes this edition of Sail Talk. Thank you for listening. <laughs>